Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 169 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we uh, well begin our study really of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are starting June the 14th to June the 20th, covering Doctrine and Covenant sections 24, sorry 64 and 66, I don't know where I went there. Um, and... Today we'll look at the uh, the background, mainly of Doctrine and Covenants, section 64. Now, in this section, uh, we are kind of dealing with some of the issues that we've started to discuss uh, over the last week or two. Uh, this was received on the 11th of September, 1831, just a few days after arriving back in Independence, Chatham County, Missouri. Um, the Joseph Smith Papers analysis says this, quote, Although the Missouri trip involved the indication of the site for the city of Zion, the dedication of the land for the and the dedication of land for the construction of a temple, it generated disappointment and disillusionment for some. Close quote. Um, and it isn't just obviously the fact that the land was not perhaps what they had expected, like perhaps they had expected a, a rich and fertile and uh, exciting land, but uh, instead. instead you know, they weren't sure that, that was the case. Um, and obviously there was the discussion as well about how, you know, they'd been told that there'd be people in Zion when they went there. But actually, the, uh, the mission to do so, or the mission to uh, to preach to those people did not go so well with Oliver Cowdery and his companions when they'd been uns- unsuccessful to preach to the Lamanites. Um so there's there's just basically a number of uh, things they're not happy about. Uh, it continues by saying, quote, Ezra Booth, one of the elders called to travel to Missouri in the summer of 1831, also expressed disillusionment with Joseph Smith himself. Booth complained that he and his companion, Isaac Morley, had to walk to Missouri whilst Joseph Smith, City Ridden, and other church leaders travel by way of stagecoach and canal. Close quote. So... There's also just personal disagreements and personal unhappiness uh, with the Prophet Joseph Smith, particularly from, uh, as it mentions, Ezra Booth. Um, And, you know, yeah, I think that, first of all, it is easy to look back on people in history and judge them by by their actions. Um, You know, we we talk about Laban and Lemuel often and we talk about kind of the choices they made and the disappointment that they would have been uh, to their father uh, in the wilderness. We talk about uh, Thomas in the in the New Testament and how um, you know he was known for doubting the Savior and his resurrection. I mean, he is you know known as Doubting Thomas, which you know is not a great title to have uh, once you leave this life. Um, you know, you want better names than that uh, given to yourself. Um, and then, of course, yeah, we have here people like Ezra Booth. Now, look, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that Ezra Booth does go on uh, to be one of the main um, indicators or the main, um, you know, causes of the tarring, tarring and feathering of Joseph Smith and Sifnerit and other people. Um, you know, he he does become a difficult person for the church to have to deal with. Absolutely. Um, but of course, you know, this principle of, 
you know, when people are unhappy or struggling, then, you know, turning to the Lord for, for guidance is what we need to do. And rather than just make our own choices and hope that they're the right ones, he needs to be able to direct us. And so that connection with the Saviour uh, will still be important uh, for this group. Um, but looking back at Ezra Booth, you know, you can understand, uh, I think, to some degree, some of his dis- disagreements. You know, he was promised, or what he he felt he was promised, uh, this perfect land with people who were ready to receive them and who were unified, not really understanding that they were the ones who were called to be those people to go to that land and be the unified people that would build it up with one heart and one mind. Um, obviously, well, um, I say obviously, uh, the Joseph Smith Papers analysis discusses the fact that he was one of the ones that um, witnessed uh, Edward Partridge and Joseph Smith's uh, confrontation about this. Uh, and uh, he obviously will have seen that as a potential issue, that you know there was arguments and uh, disagreements among the, the prominent leaders of the church. Remember that Joseph Smith was the prophet, obviously, of the church, and that Edward Partridge was the bishop, and that aside from perhaps Oliver Cowdery being the second elder in the church, there wasn't really many more uh, leadership positions or, or places in the church at this stage. I mean, obviously there was missionaries and quite a number of them, uh, but in terms of leaders like high priests and um, counsellors to the prophet and you know, uh, the, the Quorum of the Twelve and all these things, they, they didn't really exist at this stage. And so, you know, to see the Prophet and Edward Partridge disagreeing like this would be like seeing two very prominent leaders in the church today having a disagreement. Um, and then Ezra Booth um, having this um, disagreement about the way they travelled back, um, you know, and basically there was just a lot of... Um, things that uh, Ezra Booth was not impressed with. Now, um, it continues on in this uh, discussion, quote, um, Partridge was later penitent. The same minutes that contain Rigdon's accusation record Partridge saying that if Brother Joseph has not forgiven him, he hopes he will as he has, he has and has always been sorry. Booth, on the other hand, apparently became more resentful and a conference barred him from preaching as an elder in the church on the 6th of September, 1831. A week later, this 11th of September revelation expounded on the necessity of forgiveness and specifically referred to problems involving Booth, Morley and Partridge, indicating that the latter two were forgiven of their sins. It also discussed preparations for the gathering to Missouri. Close quote. Uh, it indicates further that Kirtland would be a place or of uh, five years, or it would become a stronghold, and that that and over time, um, you know, people would see Kirtland as the initial gathering place to prepare for um, the land of Zion, or the in Missouri being the place that they would go later once they had gathered enough people. Um, this is This is interesting that uh, obviously it indicates or oh, the Lord extends forgiveness uh, to Booth, uh, to, sorry, to, Mar- to Morley and Partridge, um, in showing that those two probably were the ones that had repented and Booth uh, was perhaps in a different place at this stage uh, in, in terms of being willing to forgive. I mean, this this is kind of the beginning of his downfall or, or his spiral 
or there is dissent, I should say, uh, because, as it mentions, five days before this revelation was given, he was barred from preaching, uh, and this obviously leads to further disillusionment and uh, unhappiness from, from Ezra Booth. Um, but we'll talk about the, this idea of forgiveness and how it changes us and how it isn't vital for our progression, being able to forgive others, being able to see each other's faults uh, and still accept them uh, for who they are. Uh, and I think that that will be a very important discussion point as we begin looking at Doctrine and Covenants um, section 60 for tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast on all the platforms. Uh, you can email session at gmail.com or join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.